As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we're live. We're live this uh, Sunday before Labor Day, right? It is Labor Day tomorrow. Yeah, Labor yeah. Day. <laughs> well, it won't be to see. That's weird. We're recording this the night before Labor Day, but this will come out after Labor Day, so everybody will have already. So, is it still the Labor Day special then? If it's post Labor Day, well, it's got to be, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I guess it's in the eye of the perception, right? The, Something the, like the that. Perceiver, right? Yeah, I mean, I think by the time this comes out, everybody will be over Labor Day. But it, we're right in the middle of it right now. You know? So, I've I've had three, day, three days already of eating too much at, our, at a little family get-together for Christy's side of the family. And, and now I'm going to, tomorrow, I'm going to labor all day because I've eaten too much on Labor Day. Well, how much did you eat? I just, it doesn't matter. when I'm, I didn't eat anything all day until I sat down a while ago, and then I started eating too much. I didn't really, you know, got up, went to church, and, you know, I didn't really eat much because I knew we'd eat. eat. It just doesn't matter. I feel so, you know, well, it's a day I don't do anything. Anything you eat, it just feels like it's Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just eat too much. I think once you get to a certain age, it doesn't matter what you eat. It's just too much. <laughs> You know, I yeah, know. I it could be, it could be. I got an uncle that told me we said something about lunch one day, and he, and he, you know, and uh, he said, "Oh, I don't eat lunch." And what do you mean you don't eat lunch? He goes, "Well, whenever you eat lunch, you just feel terrible." So I just don't eat lunch. It's better off just 
work all day. And when I get home, I get to eat what I want. And, and there, there's a lot of truth to that. Cause there's days when I'm super busy and don't eat and I feel great. And then I go, Oh, it's three o'clock. I better eat something. Then I sit down and I eat too much. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So I should have eaten a much bigger lunch and then not eaten nearly as much for dinner. And I would have been, I would have felt a lot better, you know, but maybe it was going back for the second piece of dessert. I don't know. But, but what else is there to do? You know, it's not like we're just sitting around and people are talking. You know, and while you're talking, you might as well eat, right? I don't know. Now, I've been working on four-wheelers all weekend, so I can't tell you what normal people do. You've been working on four-wheelers. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm constantly... I'm like a small engine mechanic. I'm a small everything mechanic around here, you know. Kids tear them up, and I have to redo them, fix them. You know, my two little nephews were tooling around um, the farm on their little four wheelers, and it's it's just funny. My littlest nephew, he he just cruises around. He does not pay attention where he's going because he's too busy looking back to see if you're looking at him while he's driving, <laughs> and he's like four years, five years old. It's like, dude, you're going to plaster yourself in the side of the barn if you're not careful, you know? But, Does he uh, have a wreck? I, you know, I saw him almost rear-end um, his grandpa today in the, in the, uh, oh, they had a four side-by-side because he was too busy looking back to see if I yeah. watched it. I, I read the, we had a double fatal accident down here day before yesterday and it was, it was, uh, I think two of them were in their sixties, two of them were in their fifties, but in a, in a, uh, in a, uh, one of those fancy four seats side by side. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I've never seen one of those. Oh, come on. You don't, uh, crew cab side by side, side. I don't think, I, I don't think we have one of those on the farm. Maybe we do. I don't we know. might not. Times are tough, but, <laughs> but they have them. Right, they have them. Well, I don't know. Okay, they may have them. We may have them on the farm, but I'm too busy. I think we've already established a family get-togethers, getting that second helping of dessert. That's why right. I'm not. Out. I'm not. Out. But what they do? What they do in this? They in overturned this. here. Hold on, I'm, I'm pulling it up. You know, in Missouri, all your injury accident reports are um, are public information, and they post them all every day. If you can believe that. I believe it. And so I'm looking up. I read it. Now I'm going back to it again here just because I want to see what kind of vehicle it was. I don't know where in the hell I'm at here. This is just almost too much for me. Almost too much. I wish I could sort them better. Let's give me 702 for the year. Aren't they by day? Nine four. Because I want one hundred two fatalities. No, seven hundred two accidents, and it's just oh. this troop for the year. That's why I don't. That's why I had to get out of that business. I wasn't very good at it. I didn't like it. People driving around wrecking and stuff. You know, Morgan Cooper Camden right here, Grandma. Sixty-four year old Mary was driving dog gone and Angie got killed too. She's fifty something. Holy smokes, how many people was in vehicle on? One, two, three, four, five. 
It was a 2020 Can-Am Defender. I thought I should have known that. I thought I looked it up. Can-Am Defender. So a big, nice, big one. Mm-hmm. Probably 18, 20,000 bucks, maybe 25. My my uncle's got one that's 28 grand, his side-by-side. What? Uh-huh. Vehicle what? crashes. A side-by-side utility terrain vehicle is being illegally operated on the roadways. Driver one lost control. Vehicle one traveled off the right side of the roadway, overturned, ejecting both driver one and fatal occupant one. So I guess they were, oh, my gosh, the 72-year-old guy. Oh, Leonard, he lived. <laughs> well. There you go. Boy, I'm looking at one of these things. 55 was dead and 64 was dead, but 59, 61, 70. So five old people driving around. You're looking at one? I'm looking at one. It looks like something that you could roll over and it wouldn't hurt hurt you. Well, I think the key is you got to keep your seatbelt on. And these people did not have their seatbelt, hence the ejection. And, and you know, you, so you know what really surprises me is – how people don't wear seatbelts. I don't understand it. You know, I, I know people that don't old people that don't, for some reason, they don't want the government telling them they have yeah, to. Exactly. And then they want to be thrown clear so they don't burn up in the accident. Oh, so, geez. so I just want to say, you know, cause they say, well, what if your seatbelt is jammed and your car's on fire? Well, you know, if you're so knocked out that you can't undo your seatbelt, you're probably not going to be, you know what I mean? If you, you how are you going to crawl out? Right. I, I don't know. I, but the, I go back to, uh, so I know the guy who was the state Senator here in Ohio at the time, back in seventies or whatever it was, who introduced the law here in Ohio that you had to wear your seatbelt. Okay. And he said of all the things he w- he did in his his political career. And what are we talking about? The eighties, right? Uh, it it might have been late seventies. Oh man, so he did good stuff, coke yeah. and strippers and all that stuff at the well, Capitol. I don't like, think was he, he Democrat. No, he's a Republican. Oh so. well, and he probably didn't have any fun, but but <laughs> but back in the old days. But I mean, he did some stuff. I mean, and he he still you know he ended up as a. Uh, Ohio Supreme Court justices. Oh yeah, then he probably was radical, free and lawyers, uh-huh, drunk. And, uh, oh yeah, but alcoholic he, too. But he, said, but he said being a part, being part of that bill was the one thing that most that the most people, I guess for lack of a word, hated him for. He said he got a rock thrown through. You mean because people didn't want him to be told people you people got to wear your seatbelt? Be told they had to wear seatbelts. He said he got a rock with a seatbelt wrapped around it, thrown through his front window of his house after that law passed here in Ohio. But, so, it, was, but it was mainly because of NHTSA money, right? It was tied to NHTSA money. I don't know what National it was Highway like. Traffic Safety Administration, they kept all this money back. That's how they got 55 mile an hour speed limit. The feds come up with these good ideas that say, hey, we're going to make the speed limit 55 everywhere and your state doesn't have to, but oh, by the way, we're not going to give it matching funds to build a highway or something. Hey, by we, the way, how did, did we go? How did we go down this road? Me talking about NHTSA highway money and the big government being bad. I don't know, but did you ever see those old videos that they used to, the national, was it the highway safety? Yes. So I said NHTSA national highway safety traffic administration. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. But were they the ones that put out those videos that, 
I mean, we're just actually of real crashes and dead people. Well, they used to have a lot of dead people. From the... <laughs> they still have a lot of dead people, but they used to have a hell of a lot of dead people. Because, <laughs> and that's why, you know, not, you know, there's analog brakes and, and, and the wind, windshield technology, car crash technology. Yeah. You know, they build houses to burn and, and crack cars to crash. Uh huh. Yeah, it just um, because that was, I mean, I'm really going left to center, but uh, there was a book called Rotten to the Core written about the uh, sheriff's department in Richland County here and how corrupt it was, which I can only imagine it was probably in the 50s, 60s, you know, corrupt everywhere like that in America. But and how that money for in Ohio got diverted. Oh, gosh. It was crazy. What were they doing? What do you mean by corrupt? Like like Buford T. Pusser corrupt or like you know, Burt Reynolds movie White Lightning or one of them, you know? What? Like Boss Hog corrupt and you know, all that, you know, and, and, and Duke's. But is it really hey, but is it really piece. corruption when the when the citizens obviously allow it to happen? Well, I don't know I don't know that they allowed it to happen. But well they obviously was, voted the guy in. It was so well, I don't I just but it was it was so it was it was so corrupt. Well, but you gotta remember this is before I was paying attention to that. I'm reading the story afterwards, and uh, but you're talking like in this book. I mean, they talked about how Sammy Davis Jr. used to come to Mansfield, okay, and on Mansfield purpose. was on purpose. Like Mansfield was that in between spot: Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, okay? okay. And it was a big enough town, and there was this big, there was this big. Uh, um, conspiracy about them making pornographic movies with Sammy then, Davis Jr. and Sammy or Davis he just Jr. Watched them. Well, I think he was part of funding them, and because it must have been just a huge underground business back then. But they, but that they, they got some some people that were less advantaged in the area. And use them as talent. Talent. They have. <laughs> they had. They had casting calls down here at the homeless shelter or something. And in particular, there was a there was a guy who was known to be a, a homeless guy, and I think they kind of exploited him in some of these. And I'm like reading this, going, "This is unbelievable." Where like, on God's say, green earth would you read something like this at? Um. So back in the day, so back in the seventies and eighties, there was two competing. There was two newspapers in Mansfield. Like one was a morning one, one was an evening. You know, people back when people used to read newspapers, and back when people could read. True, and the guy who wrote the book wrote it. Uh, he came to town as the editor of the one newspaper and um, started pulling on the string and unraveling. Some crazy, you know, some cover-ups and murders that the, you know, it, I mean, it went to where the coroner was corrupt, and he well, was of course. The, like in Missouri, the coroner's the, theoretically the only person that's supposed to be able to arrest the sheriff. Well, this coroner, I don't even know all the crazy stuff they were doing, but he was like, you know, stealing jewelry and stealing stuff. It From was the just dead great. people. Yeah, and it's so it was just this story was just insane, and how these guys. He started unraveling the uh, story, and then the next thing you know, he was on the list. Like, you know, stuff started happening to him. 
and uh, it was just amazing. It was just amazing to me to read this about this small, and then to think, okay, what happened in like Cleveland? What happened in? Like, you couldn't even wrap your head around what would you happen mean a in a big city in a bigger city where um, you know stuff could kind of slide by and not be uh, you know the focus of anybody's uh, attention for too long because there's something else coming along. It was just a fact, but, the, but just the fact that Sammy Davis Jr. got drawn into it and, and the way he got drawn into it, it was, it was amazing to me. Maybe he was just simply a financier. Well, but, but the point was, is that he came and spent time in Mansfield and was a, was part supposed of the target, executive producer. Executive producer. He really right. was the candy man, so to speak. Is that what they called him? They didn't call him that, did they? Well, no, but that's his big famous song, The Candyman Can, right? Do you, do you remember that? The candy No, man. are you shitting me? I thought he was <laughs> I thought he was famous for uh No for, uh, what was that Burt Reynolds movie? Uh Oh gosh. And, not uh, Midnight Run. What Cannonball Run. That's Cannonball Run. Was. Well Sammy Davis Jr., you know, is part of the rat pack. I know I'm jacking with you. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, uh, now Dom DeLuise might have been that might have been the only thing he was famous for was <laughs> the Cannonball Run. He was famous for something before that, wasn't he? Uh, he was like one of those guys that was always on Carson. I think. I mean, he was. Did you know? I see. It's funny. I watched Carson on Pluto, and I. You're funny. You're right. He was <laughs> on Carson when I watched it the other day. No. You know, and, I watched Carson back and forth, you know. Mm-hmm. You know the guy that, gosh, our, our younger listeners are going to be like, who are these guys talking about? Some of our older listeners might. We don't be, have I any remember. young listeners, do we? I don't know. Tell but them to go get a life. <laughs> My God, if you're under 30 and listening to us, you've got issues. Uh, but uh, do you remember the guy that used to be the... Uh, and I, I'm assuming he was a comedian, but he just seemed like an old guy. He came out and told stories. Uh, George Goble used to come out on the Carson show. He had glasses, like a white crew cut. And he was just like this matter of fact, old Midwestern guy. And he'd come out and just tell funny stories. And like I couldn't. Me. Yeah, like you. Only, <laughs> only, only you don't only. have a white crew cut. Well, I'll give it time. It's getting there. <laughs> Anyway, what, what what about him? So you you. But I'm just. But that just to me, okay, is what was that guy really famous for? Was he really that big of a comedian? How did yeah? You mean well? How did Carson find these people? I I don't know because it always sounded like he was so particular. It, well, about, I read something the other day. I heard somebody was talking about him. He had, you know, Dangerfield was on there. I think more than anybody, or second only to. I'm trying to think of who was on Carson the most. I'm going to Google it up here. I know it's not what we were going to talk about, but we might as well. No, but if, I mean, if you want to laugh, and I mean laugh hard, go get, go watch Don Rickles and Rodney Dangerfield on the Carson show. Any of those. Well, see, I'm more of a Rickles guy. You know what I mean? If oh, I had to. Yeah. Okay, so the most, the final is to guess who. Joey Bishop, mostly in the 60s. Joan Rivers, 70s, 80s. John until Davidson. She, until she made him mad. And see, John Davidson, what was he famous for? Other than, um, that's incredible. Bob Newhart. 
Well, this doesn't dally in with what I heard. David Brenner, McLean Stevenson. Who was McLean Stevenson? McLean Stevenson was the original colonel in MASH. Before, before, um, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. The guy took his place. Who is number seven? Are you looking at this list? No, I'm not. Who's number seven? Give me number seven. Without I'm looking, supposed to, I'm supposed no, to guess number seven. The one behind McLean's name, because I would have never thought this. Okay. Mostly oh, in the 60s. He was on there 52 times, it says. And uh, I'm trying to think. I can. He is a cousin to, to uh, uh, Mickey Gilly and who was the preacher? Oh, God. Um, Oh jeez, it's um. You, you know who it is now. Uh, uh, I should. I know we've I, we've probably even talked about. Uh, Not him marrying his cousin, but Jerry Lewis. Yep. Think what Jerry Lewis have to tell Carson? Think about that. Well, no, no. You're thinking of it's. You're, you're thinking of Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, is there a different Jerry Lewis? Isn't isn't Jerry Lewis the guy that did the muscular dystrophy oh you're right it is jerry's kid <laughs> okay that makes sense because i just google it up and you're right that's exactly who sticks it on there. <laughs> not jerry lee i was, a whole lot jerry of lewis. I was like dude yeah what was he gonna talk about man marrying your cousin and beating up some colored folk i mean jesus christ great balls of fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> Woo. Uh, that's what oh, i thought i was oh, like man uh-huh. you know carson I heard I read somewhere where he bought a new Corvette every year. What else would you do? What, what well, I, I guess found... you could have that bunker me and you were talking about. Oh God, the bunker! That's what I was going to say. He could he could do the bunker story that you sent me. Well, how many of those people who? Okay, so all these famous people that were very wealthy, you know, lived in the height of the Cold War, and. How many of them do you suppose made bunkers like the like the article that I sent you? You know, a couple of years ago, you know, they've they have bought up all these missile silos in Kansas. Not too many in Western Missouri because they decommissioned most of them here. But there's a bunch of missile silos. You know, there was a command silo in North Missouri about three years ago for sale for three hundred thirty thousand bucks. Had eleven acres. You go down six hundred and sixty some feet. It had two generators, ten thousand gallon diesel tanks. It had all this stuff, and it was only three hundred grand. So was the was the eleven acres of uh, it was above it was, ground, or was it? Yeah, it was. Down? It was above. <laughs> yep, it was above ground. In um, you know what's funny is I I drove by it a million times. Uh, it was just a, you know six hundred five six hundred yards off the highway. I guess it faced it. You know it it had road frontage, but it had big chain link um fence around the whole thing. And had a building. See, when you drive on 50 west to here, a lot of farmers, so when they first started decommissioning those silos and selling them off, most of them had, were they all 10 acres? But a lot of the farms, so if you had, most of it's tillable ground out there. So it'd be like the government having a 10-acre missile silo in in your dad's farm, right? He's going to be the dude that buys it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then a lot of them, if they fit, a lot of them stored their equipment and and hay and stuff on the inside of those things because if they were running cows on a grass farm, you know, a lot of farmers bought them and some of them tore them all down and 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 a few uh, 
businesses, you know, I was thinking one the other day, they built a giant building right out here on the footprint of where the other, where it was. And I'm sure that the underground stuff's still there, I would think. Well, what, so how much of it is above ground? Well, this command center that I'm saying, it looked like an office building, probably, probably it was a two or three story old 50s, 60s looking government. You remember what your old post office from the 50s and government buildings, all in big windows facing out, you know, just exactly what you'd want for a command center from bomb blast. But it, it was like a three story, <laughs> almost flat roof, probably, you know, 80 by 80 square building. But I guess it had underground, right? And in it, in it, it had communication out with 50 or 60 of these missile silos. Well, so, so if you Google, Google excuse me, you Google up missile silo, I'm going to do it right now, missile silos for sale. Well, I just wonder, like a regular missile silo that was not a command center, how much of it would even be above ground? You Not very much at all. Sites for sale. Siloworld.net. I'm looking at one right, right here. Oh, my gosh. Siloworld.net. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. You want some Atlas F sites for sale? Here's an Atlas F site. Here's one in Glasgow, Kansas. I always like looking at this, the Kansas one. I wonder how I can. Here's one, an Atlas. See, so if you know your missiles, like it says Atlas F site, right? So it's all Century 21, John Linker. Please contact um, 287,000. Wow. I, yeah, it's manageable. I'm going to try to Google this. So, uh, well, because they got to have some. Kind so, of what I was going to say so is people. Most you know, sites have the same. So if you look at one one of these, um, this Atlas F site would be the same in Kansas. You know, they might be exactly the same footprint. You know, 10 acres, it's got this much above ground, this much underground, or vice versa. This says, I'm looking, there's a thing called the Nike missile. And yeah, there's Nike a bunch of, the mm-hmm. there, there's silos in uh, Ohio. Here's Minuteman Bissell. There you go. You find one for sale? I didn't see that. I don't know they're for sale, but it, I didn't even realize there was missile silos in Ohio. Well, yeah. Well, you know, they had to spread that pork around. You just said you had a congressman, somebody out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you don't think it's about national security, dude, do you? I don't know I anymore. I mean, come do on. I? I don't know anymore. What is in it, the hell? Yeah. No. It is about spreading the money around to your constituents. <laughs> Uh, but what's that got to do with missile silos in Ohio? I mean, see, on. here is a because one time John Glenn was from Ohio, wasn't he? Yeah, but I you mean, think why he's gonna let the, all the missile money go to freaking Kansas? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. There ain't enough votes in Kansas to sway a presidential election. You got to do it east of the Mississippi. It, you know, it won't even let me bring up these sites. You must have a different. You must have a higher security clearance than I do. Well, let me tell you about that. <laughs> I've got two words. Artie Bird is my IT guy down here. Artie. Yeah, I got Ruthie. He comes gonna come in and work on my modem. And uh, my thing works great. I don't know. I'm looking at siloworld.net, and I'm looking at the Minuteman site site diagram. I I I found one to let me in. Uh, Here you'll find 6,900 square feet of living space to enjoy. There you go. Could you really enjoy that? It just depends. I mean, tell me you couldn't have a – you know, I wrote a – I better not even say it because I don't want somebody to steal my idea because I've never sold it. I've never published it. Talk to me offline. I'm going to tell you about the, the 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 missile silo screenplay I wrote. Oh gosh! Now now our now our fan uh, our listener Ryan Smith. He's going to be like, "Come on!" I ask you to who's have Ryan? Him. Well, he's the one that, that wanted you to to just say what you wanted to say, and now he's going to ask. Well, it's me. one thing. Okay, hold on. There's different <laughs> different <laughs> refrains. Okay, <laughs> I've got one refrain because. As my base has gotten bigger, people that actually know me listen. So I, I'm not going to say what I normally would say. Part of them is my kids. My aunt turned on my old football coach's wife to me or something the other day. So they wanted the link, and I didn't have the heart to send it to her because, you know, because do I really want the people that know me listening to me? Because it might affect my creative content, right? The other thing is, huh? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. You know, I posted something on Twitter the other day, and I've gotten more feedback in the last 24 hours on it than anything I've ever done in my life. And it was it wasn't necessarily political. Did you see where the Wisconsin cops went out and jacked with the Amish guy selling raw milk? Or he no, was possessing I did not. raw milk. No. What? Okay, so you remember growing up on some? You had a friend that had a dairy when you were a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you remember how they had these big tanks of raw milk? Yeah. 
Okay. I guess this Amish guy, I guess there's people, there's people out there that in the, in the, you know, grow your own chickens crowd that says a brown eggs crowd that says raw milk is better than. Yeah. Un, unpasteurized. Milk. Whatever you get. Yeah. Unpasteurized okay. milk. So I, apparently the, the ag lobby in Wisconsin has made it illegal to broker in raw milk. I think that's, that's a lot of places. Okay. So like, these, like you, like you could, I think you could sell it, you know, to the places that go ahead and process I, it. I you don't. Can't, yeah. You can't so, sell, so, yeah. So anyway, there was a thing that had these deputies dressed up with their SWAT gear, like they were going to raid Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and they were out there in this Amish, in the Amish country. I mean, White House, you know how they look, right? Little White House, little white well, milk barn. A freaking getaway buggy hitched up there. You know, they, they had these big old SUVs and Dodge Chargers, and I wanted to say, he's a, a freaking buggy, advice. dude. Cut the tires on the buggy, but I realized they're steel. So, um, and they it's go the, in there, and they go in there, so sting operation, and there's just some big fat old Department of Health I think it's the Department of Health. Does that sound right? Uh, so they've not. got this poor Amish dude that's probably never had a woman talk back to him before in his life, right? With his beard and all, and he's sitting on this. They got him freaking detained sitting on a bench outside of his milk barn. Where on, this a bench milk he, on a bench just, he probably made with his bare hands. Yes, and this <laughs> big old fat hog is, is reading him the right act about Health and 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 welfare and stuff, you know what I mean. And she's about one Twinkie or hot dog away from three bills. And she is, and this guy looks like a bean pole. You know, he looks like string bean from the old, from the old. You <laughs> he's know, like, he's like you're you're lecturing me on health. We <laughs> still use an outhouse. We don't have any running water or yes. So somebody on one of my people that I, because I follow some radical people on Twitter, because I just enjoy them, and they had posted it, and they were like, and what they had posted was about the fat woman lecturing this dude about a healthy lifestyle, when she <laughs> just just looked, you know, and so as I read it, I was like, who cares about the healthy lifestyle, right? Who cares about that? What I cared about is where was all these SWAT guys and SUV guys, <laughs> and this is what I put. Too bad they couldn't have went to Kenosha when it was burning down. Oh gosh, that's all I put. Too bad they couldn't went to Kenosha, and I have gotten more like activity on that thing than all than than anything I've ever done. Well, well. So I can't uh, decide if I need to start sticking up for the Amish. There, ooh, there you go. Should I start well, making fun of law enforcement and fat people from the Department of Health? You know what I mean? What angle do I? Well, does this have legs? Right. Well, um, I'm gonna. I'm really going to. Um, I'm really going to throw our, our world uh, upside down when it comes to putting stuff up and having people like it and follow it and, and stuff like that. So I. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm I am tasked every day with with doing our social media and putting stuff up, and then our our social media girl Nita follows through and does other stuff. 
for the podcast and she does it for my some of my instagram page so i'm sitting there at breakfast probably a week and a half ago and christy's you know great mom gets up izzy's first second day of school she's making her a sandwich and she gets this bacon out and real bacon real bacon to chop it up into little pieces she gets one of those pampered chef things where you like you put nuts or something in it and you push the the chopper down yeah okay i do that for my dog medicine sometimes when she won't take it Uh uh-huh okay so christy just without she just sets that over top of the bacon and just you know chops it up in little pieces and i'm in the middle of what what was she cooking and she chopped up bacon she she was just put adding it to something of izzy's for her lunch okay whatever her sandwich was oh was okay, okay okay so and i'm sitting there you know at the counter i'm doing the social media stuff i hit record and i record six seconds of christy chopping up that bacon and i i label it you know you know what you bought you guys get your uh, bacon bits in a package already chopped up, you know, amateurs, just something fun. It has been viewed in my reels on Instagram, like 14,000 times. It has been viewed on our, my TikTok thing over 22 or 3000 times. And I have not put any, I mean, I put up original music for people to listen to. I put up stuff about our movies. We put up stuff about the podcast. None of it compares to that six seconds of her chopping up bacon. Well, <laughs> the, you know, with the favorite, and I'm like, "What is going on?" You don't do. You need me to explain that to you. Well, need you know, needed need is like, look, people have short attention spans, and they want something just that they can watch, laugh at, and move on to the next thing. And I'm like, okay, so I'm just Dude. on the lookout for the for five or six second clips. You're marrying her, aren't you? You're marrying her next year, right? In June, that's the story. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say then. (laughs) You should already know. (laughs) I'm afraid. afraid. Maybe it was her rapid hand movement that they all enjoyed. She's a good looking woman, yeah, but you can't see nothing but the but the bait thing doing the bait. That's all you can see. I mean, I don't know. Listen, if she was actually in the picture. It may be a lot higher. Yes, I agree. <laughs> now, are, do you, did you add sound to it? No, it's just a chop. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all it is. I don't know. I, I think maybe I mean, a, people right that, the world is going to hell. I know. I'm just like, hey, but let's just see it. Just go to my Instagram page and go into reels. And it's... I'm trying to find her. I don't know how to do all that. I'm on your Instagram now, and all I see is you've got a kid... You're riding this little four wheeler around the farm. That's my that's my that's my nephew. The, he was riding a four the four wheeler. So if you go, if you go down, let's see from him, um, you go straight down. I don't know how to do that. What do you mean straight down? Just scroll like you're on my Shane Grove author. Just okay, hold on. Okay. So this first row about five down. I, I see you. You've already lost me. So when I click on you, you should be able to see my whole grid of pictures. I don't. I see. I don't see that. I see it jumps up. You doing something with Dustin Kynes? Oh, you're. Your a, those are like my stories. 
So hit my name and go to my Instagram page. This might be too much work for me. It can, I mean, it shouldn't. Maybe our maybe our viewers don't want to sit here and listen to me. <laughs> this this will be a tutorial. It. I can't do it. Posts and reels. See y'all. Yeah. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> it's not working out. I'm done. That's the reason why I haven't been successful. My brother tried to tell me I could have been, uh, oh, uh, uh, Roy Mercer. That's, (laughs) I could have been Roy Mercer too. How big a boy are you? But, um, (laughs) super puncher. I could have been super puncher, but I don't understand this. So see, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what, I don't understand what you're on that you can't see. I'm on Instagram, Instagram. It, but you, you're on my page. I go to, I hit my home button, so I search you out here. So I go to one of the few people. You're right next to Jason, my two favorites. All right. I click on your you. And you got a little John. You got you got that guy shows up, and now it's just like. So there should be my me in a circle at the top. Yep. Shows my followers, my who's following yep, yep, me. Yep. Should I get and on your you, post? As you scroll down, uh-huh. you should see like there's a that video I put up with my nephew. There's a picture of me yesterday. There's the sunset. There's me and my sister. What do you just post random stuff or what are you posting? I'm just putting stuff up that it's hard, man. I mean, okay, really now wants... I can see the bacon. You see the bacon? So the bacon, yeah, there, there you go. Everybody loves bacon, though, right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> Dude, you post a lot of stuff. Why? Well, one you thing. You post your day. breakfast and stuff here. Um, People just like to see random stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. This might be a mental illness, dude. I might. For you or me? Well, just I, see, that's just it. I don't know if I ever have the ability to post. That's my. That's what I'm tasked with every day. I gotta. I gotta put something up there. Well, four. I don't post nothing on my Instagram. There ain't two, three things. Last thing I posted on Instagram was uh, was back in. I don't even know. I don't even know how to see what I posted. <laughs> All right. It it. I went to the last thing I posted was my brother's thing. No, something. I don't know how to tell you when, but it was it was right here. Last thing you did was was your daughter cleaning her Beretta silver pigeon. There you go. July fourteenth. Yeah, you got some pictures up there from Europe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 People enjoy that. I don't know. I don't think I got any likes on any of them, did I? Well, but I mean, I liked them all. <laughs> that don't count. It's like your <laughs> mother telling you you look good before you walk out of the house. I've never had that happen, so I don't you know. know. <laughs> well, but but back to back before everybody's like, seriously, man, can't you find that pic? Like, there you go. I I don't know what people find fascinating. I don't find, like. I would think that, uh, like. Putting up a song that you know you worked on and 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 actually seems pretty good just for a clip for people. You think a lot of people be like, ah, it's amazing. And so people don't care. 
They want to see bacon get chopped up. Maybe they, maybe they're jealous because they don't get to write. Oh, they shouldn't be jealous. We're just, you know, we're trying to share it with people and and, and make people happy. And it's like some people just don't, they just don't care. Maybe some people just aren't happy. Maybe, maybe you can't make them happy. Well, but I mean, it's worth trying. Right? I think so. I think it's worth trying. Well, did you see the the amusement ride that fell with all the kids in it there in India? No, I didn't. Well, I'm telling you what, it just popped up on my thing because I liked it a while ago or something, but I'm on Twitter. I, I, I'm going to send it to you just so you send direct message, share. Shane Grove. I want you to watch this thing, dude. <laughs> it said on nobody got killed, only sixteen of them got injured. But if you've seen this thing hit, I'm, you know. Did I cheer? Did 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 you see the? Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? Wait. Watch it. Is watch it. it. Is it? Watch it is hit it, the ground. Watch it hit the ground. Is it this thing swirling around? You just watch, man. Et is 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 going to be home in about. 15 seconds it don't um, get you know it's like everything right they say it's not the fall that gets you it's the stop watch this thing hit the ground <laughs> did you see that it has an oh oh mine's, mine's on a different oh time frame god. <laughs> oh god oh my god that's that's unbelievable I'm telling you i'm gonna have to put this up I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna put this up, so our uh, listeners know what I'm looking listening to. I'm gonna put it up up. when this episode comes out. I'm gonna share that. But I was gonna say the the um, uh, and I can't remember if it was in Michigan, but it was one of those giant slides with the burlap sacks. Yeah, and it was made out of metal. The slide in the sack. No, the the burlap sacks were burlap. The slide was metal, and okay. they had greased and they had greased it down a little bit aggressively. They said, and "These kids, I've never seen a slide like this. Like they they were coming off the second bump, and in missing the third bump altogether and hitting the bottom. I mean, I don't know how people didn't get break legs and." Now I saw the fat guy go down the water slide thing and shoot off in the air before he hit the water. Did you see that one? <laughs> no. No, no, I did not see that. One. This dude was like in something. I don't know what he was at. It was kids doing it, right? And it had a, and it was like one of the water slides where you get on a little like mat or whatever. You know what I mean? And you go down. Yeah. And it made a. It just made just like the burlap thing you're saying, but it had a, it had a ramp at the bottom with a giant swimming pool. Yeah. Right. And and he was I don't know my size our size. <laughs> and he took a, and you know, he's surrounded by little kids or whatever, you know, I don't know, but he took a kind of run and dove head first down this thing <laughs> on his deal. And, and, and I bet you he was 70 feet off the, off the, it looked like a pop fly. Imagine. So he comes off the ramp and just, just, I think he had a drink before he went down or something. There was something about it. Yeah. And I guess he survived. Did he, did he land in the pool? Yeah. He landed in the pool, but I'm sure, you know what I mean? It was probably wasn't, I don't know how deep the water is. Now that one you didn't send to me, but you send the kids almost 
falling to you the death on the on the giant swing or whatever it was. That was terrible. Well, that's what I thought it was at first was a giant swing. And, and well, going, it said swing. It said swing on the thing, and I thought they were going to come loose, right? I used to ride a lot of rides with my little kids at Mall of America in, in Minneapolis, and I just think, dude, I don't know. And I knew better because I was a deputy sheriff. I seen him county them them carnies at the fair, right? Oh, Can gosh. you imagine another one's putting your shit together? Uh, I, I don't mean, even know. It's an bolter. It's kind of like my four wheeler out there. I put this four wheeler together, and I got about three extra bolts, and I don't know where they go to. If <laughs> uh, you like, call one of those guys over to put up put something together for my Kia. Mm-hmm. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I guess uh, I gotta find that. I gotta find the video of the guy in the water slide. Now I can't. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go to sleep without seeing it. I don't know if I look up fat man on water slide. Oh dear lord! Can you imagine what's gonna come up? No, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, there's another fat man on that takes out swimmer. This oh, one, okay. oh my god, dude, he just cannonballed down through there and just just freaking waylaid this poor guy minding his own business. He skipped across <laughs> like there's some f- super. <laughs> what was I mentioning? The fat people, are, the fat people are not at the bar, like I said. The fat people are on Twitter. Oh gosh, posting okay. this thing. Oh my gosh, where are all these people? You know, it's, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I don't want to get in geopolitical debates and international policy, but you know. How do we go from a fat guy on a water slide? Because I'm going, what do these countries, like we're supposed to be preparing to fight against the Chinese and 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 people and if if the fucking Chinese just saw what I saw, they'd be worried about Americans eating them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, if they got Twitter over there and seen the water slide deal, they would just they would there was there's no Chinaman in the world who's been working his hundred generations in a sweatshop going to worry about coming here and getting this this water slide action. He's just going to stay there with his chopsticks, man, because this place is is freaking off limits, man. This is off the hook. Them Americans will eat you or fall on you. Can you imagine? The, there's a guy I just saw. He's got It's not even a water slide. It's like, what's the thing you put in your, your yard? Remember the thing so, you put in your yard? A, a slip and slide. Slip and slide. There's a dude on a slip and slide, and I'm... Uh, and I just feel bad for the poor guy. But, I mean, he looks like, who was the guy who was uh, who's in that movie? Um, who was in the movie? Farley, okay? He looks Chris like Farley. about three Chris Farleys. And he is, I'm going to send it to you. And he's out there, it looks like with a red barn. He's an Amish country, too. And he's got two skinny girls watching him on this little kid slip and slide. And and uh, I watched that, and I said, "There's no way any any opposing force is gonna is gonna is gonna attack us." Right? Listen, 
listen, I think if you're opposing force and you're and you're like all in in position there, like ready to strike, and all of a sudden a big plastic. What I'm saying is big, they're not even going to be. Yeah, this, but imagine this. This is. I the think defense. you know what this is. This whole. This whole, I keep hearing right wingers talk about how this whole big, big tech is in cahoots with the government. I think all this is just a psyop to keep everybody the hell out of America except for the Hispanics, right? Because they look at this and they go, two, three, four things. Okay, I don't want my kids acting like this. I don't want my kids looking like this. <laughs> I don't know what these people eat. And, listen, uh, listen, listen. and and depending on what you it's it's like a freaking street fight or gunfight every day on this thing, right? So those people really think. I mean, right? I'm, listen, I, when I share this video, um, people understand why there's tears. But I mean, the only thing that stops this guy is his forehead in the dirt. Well, hey. I, what I was going to say, though, imagine, I mean, this is, that's, that's our defense is, is here comes the Russians and we roll out this big, big plastic slide start. And then we just start sending these guys down the slide, taking out people like it's human bowling or something. I'm sending you another one right here. I just got to get off this. <laughs> it's shit like this. It's shit like this is the reason why America's <laughs> enemy number one all over the world. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching this freaking twerk class on this thing, and I'm going, no wonder Bin Laden and those guys in the Middle East did not comprehend America, right? Right? Like this gal here, you know, what's her ancestor saying back there in Zimbabwe or whatever, watching this, and they're going, they're, they go in from herding goats, and they get their 30 seconds worth of internet, and they watch this twerk class, and they go... That's what our that's what our ancestors fought for and escaped. We should have just stayed here with the goats. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.